Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and politics. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with the voice of the Lake Forest Scouts football and basketball, Scoo Walker. Soccer. Realtor, soccer. How are you doing, Scoo? Doing good today, this beautiful rainy day. Oh, it's, it's like we're in England. Hey, we got a show sponsor, NeuroNoodle. Hey, parents and athletes, your kids get a physical every year, right? We'll include a brain map so they have a baseline to compare it to in case something happens. It takes only 20 minutes to get the data you need to figure out if your athlete should get back on the field or court. Hey, we'd also like to say we are grateful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Back from the Church of the Holy Spirit, Matt A., and our new supporter, Elizabeth B., Welcome aboard, Elizabeth. It'll be a fun ride. Scoo, big week for Lake Forest football, huh? Yeah, right? Huge, huge, huge week. And even even better, um, I'm sure you have not seen that or that would have been sprinkled all throughout, but two of our scout players were named to the Illinois High School Association coaches coaches association all state team who 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 look at those eyes i'll give you a guess scheidler come on scheidler scheidler was one oh man did jahari make it i mean no okay rock uline uline interesting nice i think it was 20 or i think it was Maybe 15 kids. Scouts representing one of only two teams that had two players. I'll tell That's you what. The true All-State team. I should say there's 6A All-State, but that's, you know, the true one is the Illinois uh, News, the Champaign News Gazette. They named a- the All-State team of players outside of classes. No. It's just the top players. Yeah, when do they – that's the original OG one. When when does that one get announced? I don't know. I think it's towards the end of the month maybe. But still, I mean, they, they Illinois Coaches Association put out their by-class All-State team, and Leo and uh, Brock, way to go. Cool. Way to go. Now, Uline, he does a little fullback, and then he does running he back. and. Yeah, and he kills people on defense. Linebacker, and, and he's a linebacker. Doesn't he ever run? Doesn't he run with the ball too? Yeah, he does in short yardage. Like short yardage, okay. Do, but uh, got it. All right. Yeah, he, he's hey, on there for, for linebacker. Well, it just goes to show you, man. You got a good quarterback and a good uh, linebacker, man. You can and a good running back and a good wide receiver. Good, right, 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 right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So, so still no pep rally, huh? Did did, did you think something was going to change from last week? Or what I tell you, it's, it's the apathy of you now. No one wants to do it. Too much work. Well, guess what, Scoo? What, Pete? I think we should do something. I think we should do something this Friday, five to seven p.m. at Chiefs. 
for not only the Lake Forest High School team and the Lake Forest College team. They're both yeah, playing college. Saturday. College is playing at 12, and then the high school is playing at 1. We're going to be at Chiefs, 5 to 7 p.m. First drink is on this guy, and we will – but here's the catch. One, you got our RSVP. We got to know how many people are coming because you get a Evite, and then you take the ticket and you turn it in for, for a beer. Two, you got to wear your colors. So it's what, green and gold? What, what's like for us? That blue? Blue? Gold. <laughs> blue? That's Lane Tech. Blue and uh, blue and gold, and then red and black for the college. Come on, Pete! What the hell! Get I'm buying drinks. Away. Your left nephew's on the team, and you don't even know the colors. Oh, it's yeah. Blue, it's blue and gold. Blue and gold. Okay, black now and is white. it black and red? So Joe Neasley, he he stepped up to the plate and said, "Hey, man, all right, guys, come on in." Uh, so we're gonna figure out how to how to do it. It's our first like you know listener appreciation pep rally all combined so it's going to be pretty pretty interesting so come one come off but you just got a rsvp are a lot of people in town or they all split during uh the weekend before thanksgiving what do they do around here scoop this is the week before uh i think uh well back in the day it was this was destination now it's uh exit no, they come yeah, back. I mean, people usually, you know, what is it? School gets out Tuesday or something. Yeah. You know, so people are heading out, heading back to their hometowns probably tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. You, you spend the money to live in a nice place and you go somewhere else. I, whatever. I loved it growing up, everyone came back. Town was bustling. You know, now it's just kind of. Wait, you're saying it was vi- vibrant? I said bustling. Oh, bustling. Vi- vibrant too, yes. But, Which but is better, vi- vibrant or bustling? I think they go hand in hand. Okay. Vib- vibrant and bustling town is what you like. Okay. But the trees in the in the square, beautiful tree this year, not some Charlie Brown tree like it was the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, How many times? It looked like a person of the family on Oakwood. Oh, West Side Tree. No, West Side. I think you're getting your things mixed up, Pete. There's West Side, and that's out west in Westlake Forest, who they tried to they continue wanting to annex and start a new town called Westlake Forest. But that's okay. West Side is not here. Okay. <laughs> this is east. <laughs> what about a Velf? Val was it very East Lake Forest? Never I've, heard, I've of heard of Velf. I, I've heard, oh yeah, I've heard of Velf. Well, see, so you're not here. People coming in town keep bringing up these dumb acronyms and all that. Very East Lake Forest. East Lake Forest. No, there's Lake Road. That's very okay. easy. Very East Lake Forest is the lake. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right, so we got the pep you rally. Guys continue to create your own crazy acronyms and calling East Lake Forest, West Lake Forest, and, you know, Lake Bluff, you know, whatever, and I'm just, you know, you just stay in your side of the tracks. That's all. You'll be okay. Yeah, so, I, I've been on both sides of the tracks. All right. Well, those were the days. 
Those were so, the days. <laughs> so then Friday after Thanksgiving, that's the tree lighting, right? Tree lighting, yep. So if you're new in town, like what's what's Santa the will be there? Santa will be there, but like where do you go? It's like in the, the trees in the middle of Market Square. Then right. you they block off the square and they block off, you know, Westminster to West or um, Deer Path and right in front of the train station is the choir, high school choir, choral group, whatever, who's ever going to be singing this year, Christmas songs. And, you know, then the mayor's going to flip the switch. Yeah, well, the mayor flips the switch. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the mayor this year. Of course it is. During, during the day and, you know, usually have ice sculpting. But uh, who knows with our wonderful COVID how stuff might get shut down. But uh, usually have chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's a good time. So the, so the mayor flips the switch. It's not like a special guest that comes in and, you know, is it like Chevy Chase Christmas? You know, All right. No. It, well, it, you know. Sometimes it doesn't go. Sometimes it does. Well, I'm sure they test. They test all. They've been testing for since the fall. Fire <laughs> <laughs> lights up and all that, and you know, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah, I've seen those guys you in the buckets. You never know. You never know. You get any blowback from the uh, burger survey? No, none, none at all. Got a couple of great gripes here and there, but uh, really, let's hear them. Love gripes. Just you know the the methodology of you know how we come up with things, and I said you're 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 what? you're right. You're right. Someone <laughs> is complaining about how we. I mean, it, well, how how we ask people to rank things and whatnot. So, well, I mean, how are you supposed to do it? I mean, we, I mean, yes, we got to crack support staff. Five of those guys working hard behind the scenes. Oh my goodness! And all that, but my goodness, I mean, when's when is it right or wrong? I mean, it's a survey. Well, people are very passionate. What's your favorite about burger? Uh, that shouldn't be asked that way. <laughs> Do you mean ham, or do you mean impossible, or do you mean <laughs> pineapple? Oh, can, you believe, yeah, yeah. can you believe McDonald's had a hula burger? Uh, but so, they got the rib back. <laughs> there's nothing like good, pressed, yeah. processed. That McRib, those that meat, meat product off the bone. No, there's no bone involved, my friend. Oh. Yeah, there is. You got to pick it off, and it just slides off and back on the bubble. It's, it's so it, good. It is compressed, processed. Not that anything's wrong You've with never it. Never had one that they they fillet the bone off. It is real meat, and it's just tasty. If if you're <laughs> saying that they take a a press a mold, <laughs> no. That's why Pete. That's why McDonald's only has a McRib a certain time of the year. Go to the high. I'm serious. Yeah. People send an email and verify. It. Go to the Highland Park Highwood or the Highwood McDonald's, and I'll guarantee you. Right in the, as you're pulling through the drive-through, they got a smoker out there where they're smoking the the beef and all that, and then they bring it in and put it on the McRib. That's so good, Pete. <laughs> 
Shut up, Scoot. Scoot, pull, pull my other leg and place Jingle Bells. All right, so we had the... Uh, <laughs> So we had the, uh, the the burger survey. Now we have the pizza survey. We're going to leave that up for a little bit because, you know, we got the holidays coming up. We'll give a couple sure. weeks on that one. We'll let that one cook. Just like a good pizza, you want it well done. Uh, oh, now, you're you know, talking regular pizza or oven cooked well, pizza or stone or whatever they call it. Delivered. Delivered. Oh, delivered. Delivered. That's the only way you can do it. Uh, what else? You ready for some politics, Scoo? Bring it. All right. So Ward One's looking for an alderman, and you know we we what had a little finalized. Well, it it was finalized last night with the caucus who they want to put forward. Um, so what's that process, Pete? Uh, that process. When you say brought forward, where, is it, where does that go now? Well, we, we have the person that we want to put forward uh, up on the ballot to be voted on. I think it's in March, depending if they push back the ballot. But let's just say it's March. So I'm sure they're going to be in the back printing these uh, ballots. Uh, and the town's got to vote on it. You know, having sit through the process. Any, any breaking news? Um. No. Okay. Who? I. I don't want to get you in trouble. I, it's not about getting in trouble. It's it's more of a disappointment or an embarrassment or a shame wow. uh, Really. Of. Based on the guidance of the executive leadership, they steer who they want to win. Steer. Well, they should, they should be sitting on their hands, isn't it? The the caucus who interviews and votes. Well, let's just take Ward One. Ward One finds some people, we interview them, and then we put them in front of the caucus committee. And then the caucus they, they sit in this chair, and the 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 whole caucus committee asks questions. And it's daunting, done, been there, done it. Uh, it's a it's a hot seat. It's a very comfortable chair, but it's you know it can be a hot seat, but. Got to be on a swivel. When when the when the leadership says, "Hey, you know what? If all things are equal, we want to put a female up on for, up for the position." That kind of makes me what? Yeah, I thought we're looking for the most qualified. Well, no, they're they're both very qualified, but if they're equal, then pick the pick the female. And that's not, that's not equal then. <laughs> well. Not most qualified. Well, it's when when executive leadership says that before the interview, mm -hmm. uh, and then executive leadership, if the candidate who they want, let's just say, is a female, and doesn't answer a question, I don't want to say correctly or well, and they go in and then they try to steer them to a proper answer to the question when they know that the answer was, I don't want to say incorrect or they didn't do a good job. And the other candidate doesn't get the, the same treatment. Then it's, it's very questionable. Well, I, I'm, I'm confused because my understanding, 
and it's just my understanding, not like I was on the caucus committee and served as a third ward chair. Yeah. Um, that, you know, nine people in each ward, they're the ones that are interviewing the candidate and voting on the candidate. So, you know, that's 36 people that are listening and casting a vote. Why would it, how can it be, you know, steered by executive committee? Well, if you're new, right? Yeah. Your first year, you can be, let's say swayed, but it's when you say, hey, you know what? We need to get more females on the city council. And then there's two candidates. One's a male, one's a female. I think you're going into the, before any questions are asked to the candidates, you're, you're like, huh, I better look at the female uh, one way and I better look at the male the other way. No, but isn't that isn't that um, clearly violating one of the principles of being on the caucus is not having a bias? Uh, I mean, if you come in and say, you know, all things being see, I don't I don't understand that all things being equal. So let's just say they're, you know, both had great interviews, right? And then it's put to a vote. You got thirty six people. I mean. 36 people, are they voting 18 and 18 is the final outcome? And then the exec committee, you know, I can't believe that there would be eight, you know. Well, you don't. Who, who well, should, that's crazy that someone would say that. Well, it's, it's even crazier when. Is why have the caucus committee if an exec council is trying to steer or make those decisions for everyone? Where I'm coming from, Scoo, is like, I, I've really lost faith in in the process. I've wow. it's I could see this one. The other person I interviewed, if they would contest it, I would vote for them. Hmm. Uh, because I haven't talked to anybody else in the caucus committee about it, but it was just so clear that one person was like here, and we can disagree on this one. When you go to a, these meetings, you get packets and you need to prepare, right, Scoo? I've never been in a board meeting, but you, you gotta you get a bunch of information, right? So yeah. you oh, yeah. you have to you have to prepare yourself before you go into the meeting. Sure. And if this interview is like a big meeting, you would think that you would treat it like you would an aldermanic meeting, a city council meeting, whatever goes in there, you wanna be prepared. So when you're asked the question, hey, how did you prepare for this meeting to get ready for this interview? And you say, I didn't. You have one candidate says, ah, I didn't prepare. And you have another candidate that roll, <laughs> goes down the list of things on what they did to research to prepare. How are the, How is one candidate going to be in that city council meeting versus the other? That's right. And we, we as a caucus committee have dinged or have uh, ixnade people for answering that particular question in a poor way. And I can't think of any worse answer than saying that you didn't prepare. When you have executive council starting off a meeting with your preference, who's the female, and then ending the deliberation with 
your preference that's the female i really question on what's going on i it's it's almost we're better off whoever has the most money winning i can't believe i'm saying that scoo most yeah well i mean i guess i guess the whole beauty of the caucus in my opinion is that there's four wards nine people are elected by the by their constituents in the ward to serve as as uh you know interviewers to fill boards and commissions i mean the I understand that the exec council is technically elected by the public, but they're not technically elected because they serve out their ward and then they get onto the exec council, you know, kind of by on a wink, wink and a hug from previous exec council people. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out when you say that, like, what is, you know, you ask questions in an interview you're looking for how that person responds, but you mentioned, you said the right answer. What is the right? I mean, that's kind well, of a, a trick question. If they're, you're asking questions of, of a potential volunteer, that's really well, kind of tricking them into, I mean, I, I, if, if that person said, in my, this is my opinion, if that yeah. person asked the question, you know, what did you do to prepare? And the person says, nothing okay well what's the next question and then what the interview continues and then people vote on it and they can vote however you want but it sounds like these questions are skewed because there's supposed to be a right answer to these questions which i don't well well school i've heard it from you that one of your pet peeves for these people on the board meetings is they get these packets and they don't review right. them or prepare right, right. so right. If you don't prepare for that, that's kind of where I, that's my take on these people that come right, in. Right, but I mean, I guess the, the volunteer that's in, been brought forward by the ward to interview in front of the full caucus, they're not getting a packet to well, interview. Unlike someone on a board or commission that they're given a week or whatever in advance of the meeting, here's everything that's going to be discussed, and you got to go out and do your homework. I guess the homework is... You know, if you're brought forward, you know, some people do a lot of investigative work, uh, you know, look at different council meetings or commission meetings or whatever it might be. Um, you know, it's kind of tough, at least in my opinion, that how did you prepare if the if the answer you're looking for? And again, I think it's if it depends on the answer. Right. I mean, if I'm if I have never been served in the community on a board or commission i think what did you prepare is a little different for someone that's has experience as opposed to someone that just you know someone said hey this person's going to be a great alderman you know let's bring right. him in and then you interview him and say what so what'd you do to prepare what, what do you mean prepare <laughs> as opposed yeah. to someone that served on a board or commission they may start, you know, their interviews more geared, I guess, around what they've done as volunteers, right? And that, I, I guess, my, I'm just saying, maybe that question is a little less impactful um, as opposed to someone that hasn't been on it. But you know, it's, I guess, it's all well. It's impactful when when other people have been voted against right. in, del in deliberation because of that particular question and right. the response to it. So we, we have not been consistent 
That's that why is, I'm asking, is that yeah. a trick question? Like, what's the what's the answer everyone's looking for? I mean, greater, great, greater than zero is the answer because it shows passion that you want the job and you're willing. That's what's been, you know, been going on right. in the past. So. I'm just saying on the overall, though, if in the whole question process through the four wards, if that person is engaged and really going through what they've done for the community, how they can do as an alderman or whatever, yeah. is that less as impactful as someone that has no clue and can't? I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, you know, is that really a trick question or what, what are, you know, what, what are you trying to get out of the, out of the person? I mean, again, I'm just saying if someone's been on a border commission, are you looking for them to say, you know, I don't work on the border. I'm on the border commission and I don't do my homework or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, what I'm looking for is again, that particular question is asked on every interview and we have dinged a good number of people. No, I understand that. I'm asking you as a, someone on the call, what's the answer? What's the right answer you guys are looking for? The, the right, well, here, me as a voter voting on the person, when you say you didn't prepare, that tells me you're not going to be prepared in a, in a city council meeting. Right. And, you know, that that's, is the that's one thing you're you're out with that person. No that, matter what that, that, that's that's the worst answer based on how we've voted on people in the past. So that's what I'm so, saying. Is that is that a just a peak or is that a, you know, no, that's like, a deliberation. That is people, sounds like people have been screwed on, you know, their whole have a great interview. And they say, you know what? All I'm saying is what is the criterion to, you know, come sit in front of everyone. If, if the, I guess the, my question is, and I'm not arguing your point, because I think yeah. it's very valid that if you're not going to be prepared for a meeting, that just parlays into potentially not being prepared for a council meeting or a commission meeting or a board meeting, whatever. Well, well we've picked people that have not been prepared and then they don't, they don't finish out. Right. It's like, we're, we're, we're that's why you're in that position right now because someone didn't finish out. Right. So but I guess my question is, is, you know, at least my interpretation, well, I keep saying, I say interpretation. I'm talking about experience. I guess I can use my knowledge of the caucus because I was on it. Right. Um, if I'm in a war, because I don't know how, it sounds really sketchy how these interviews happen at the ward level anyways because i've been through a couple and uh you know i'm in the third ward but yet i'm supposed to interview with these people in the other ward, whatever but um i think at least when i was there that if i'm bringing an alderman from the third ward that we've interviewed as a ward and we say you know what collectively the ward third ward likes this person and we're bringing them forward to the full caucus my assumption based on past experience would be and that's been done before is okay joe smith we're, you're going to be in interviewing in front of the full caucus you know you might want to be prepared you might want to do this you might want to do that to make yourself prepared i don't know if that happens but that's a responsibility in my opinion of the ward that's bringing someone forward. 
And really, the like for you guys, the first award should kind of be sitting back there, just kind of, you know, we love these guys because we've prepped them. And yeah. I don't know if that happens or not, but I agree with you. No, no one should be. It, when someone asks what you did to pre- prepare, saying nothing, I didn't do anything. Uh, well, but my my but my question is, and I think it's a trick question, and, and all these trick questions because there's no right answer. If I was asked that question and I said X, Y, and Z, and people go, oh, that's not what we wanted to hear. Well, what the F? I mean, that's, there's no, if I did my due diligence in a certain way to prepare myself for a meeting, for the interview, and then the interviewee doesn't like that because they're looking for something else, that, that to me is, that's not valid. I mean, I think these questions should just be asked with no behind the scene intention. But if someone says, yeah, I mean, a a simple question, what do you know about the border commission? I don't know. (laughs) But that's, that's not, that's the fall of the war. Yeah. Because that person should never have been brought forward. And I, I that's happened, I guess. It's a, it's a, it's a weed out question that we haven't been consistent with. And I see why people get pissed about this process because it's either you go through stuff like this when you're looking to fill the position with a gender, not the best person. And you have the executive committee that starts deliberations and ends it with that, the candidate that they want. But I guess my point I'm trying to make, Pete, I get what you're saying. My point is it's, and I'll use the first word. That question, what did you do to prepare? In my opinion, should never be asked at the full caucus level. That should be asked at the, the ward level. And that's a, as you said, a weed out question. That's a weed out question to not get the per. I mean, that person gets moved forward by the ward. And then you're asking, what did you do to prepare? That To me, that's backwards. Yeah. If you want to weed someone out and the weeding out should be done when you have, you know, 15, 20 people or whatever it might be um, trying to figure out who's the right person. That's the weed out questions. You know, what did you do to prepare for this meeting with the 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 ward? Nothing. OK, you're out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's yeah. not at the full caucus level, the full caucus level that, you know, all four wards should be asking questions like uh, more you've been on boards and commissions how do you know you how do you see that being taking that knowledge on to the next one you know maybe maybe talk about your family but again the family stuff should all be at the ward level and then the ward chair should be introducing that person and giving the background and this and you know this person served did this 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 and those questions about the experience should be asked as opposed to a weed yeah. question that should have been done at the ward level. When when you we're not supposed to have an agenda, but when we say, hey, we got a female leaving, we need to, you know, we should replace that's it wrong. with a female. That's it's that's an agenda. That's an agenda. And it, it's so wrong. There has to be some oversight because let me tell you what, man, the, the guy that didn't get it. Uh, I would vote for him. I would tell him to contest it. He got screwed, man. I guess all I'm saying, Pete, is it sounds like that full caucus discussion, it gets kind of hairy because 
there's questions that should have been asked at the caucus level. And, and again, like even the exec council or whoever was saying, you know, all things equal, vote for the um, female. Again, that, that's horrible. But, but my point is on that is that should never be discussed because the, the duty, the responsibility of the ward that was elected by the ward, the people that live in the ward, was to determine through the interview process that issue. All those issues. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know why, first off, you're bringing two people in front of the full caucus where, again, I think that's the responsibility of the ward is saying, we interviewed 10, 15, three people. This is the best person. That's my, that's the other thing is and, we and, don't. And there's, we, and there's no discussion about right. that's what the ward decided. Yes, that's what I don't get. Why do you give, why do you give the caucus committee a choice when you don't give the public a choice? Right. The voters, right? Because it's well, basically. Yes, yes, but but let's back up on that. Yeah. Is the reason why the public doesn't get a choice, and I don't hate to say it that way. Yeah, is because of how our system is set up that it's delineated by four wards. Each ward person that lives in the ward supposed to vote for their representative on the caucus. The caucus ward people their responsibility is to find people interview people and appoint people you know to fill boards and commissions and again my experience yeah okay and this is where it's flawed yeah based on what i'm hearing for you from you is if we had an alderman spot we went through the ward, the interview process. And, and I'm telling you, uh, nine people showed up for interviews, not four, not three. All people in the ward showed up for it, the interview process. And that was the ferreting process. The, the whole caucus process was, here's who we're bringing. Let's interview them. And yes, that is kind of, um, and then the full caucus is going to vote on that person. Now, the full caucus can go, no, we don't like him or her. Right. And then you're back to, you know, but that, that process should be sacred in the sense that's what you guys do. And this is who, now this is just kind of the formality is in front of the, the whole caucus and then it's decided yeah we're gonna chances are when that work is done the right way and you're in front of the full caucus it's just kind of a hand stamp asking the people questioning the, per, the person the ward selected and it moves on and the reason why that's that's just how that's set up now the public then gets to vote but again i mean the caucus process is not to put one or two people, it's one person. Yeah. <laughs> and you're diminishing the ward value and the value of the caucus when a ward's told to bring four people, 
or three or two in front of the full caucus so we can vote on it. I, I don't get that. That doesn't make sense. Now, you can say I'm wrong and all that. That's fine. But, you know, that creates the problem, I think. Now, you're going to get contested elections when, but see, that's the whole, my whole point. Now you got two people interviewing that, you know, you guys couldn't make a decision on. No offense. Yeah. I mean, really, you need to well, fill an alderman spot and. Oh, we made a decision. We picked one, one of the no, two. But you're saying the, the word. Yeah. We're told to bring two. That's the process. Wow. Okay. But that's what I'm saying is then you create. <coughs> at, the, at, the, at the direction of the executive okay. leadership. Okay. Now, a couple things. All right. We're not supposed to have an agenda. Yet, all things being equal, we want a female. Right. That's an Check agenda. The, okay. Check this out. The executive board, we're not supposed to be dealing with politics, but you know, on the executive board, you know how many Republicans are on the executive board? How many? Zero. And what's the, because there's been a lot of complaining that, um, you know, valid or not, but what's the, what's the breakout of the entire caucus? The rest of the caucus leans Republican. So how does that, how does that people, the people like uh, in the last school board election were saying it swings the other way? Brother, all I know is based on what I, what I've seen in the and last, you know, Democrats on the caucus. I know that's I, been screened. But you're saying it's not. It's I I'm looking at the numbers that I see here, and let's say 50-50 maybe leans Republican for the the you know the, the the regular Joes like me. But when you get to the executive level, you have zero Republicans on there. I don't zero, nothing. Zero. Hmm. So I would say well, that gets back to the old buddy buddy thing. Well, yeah. And you know what? Anybody that feels that way has the right, because from what I've seen, that it is that way. It doesn't want to change. There's not enough people that give a crap that want it to change. Right. Right. So, so to me, I would say I, <clears throat> I, I, I doubt that the caucus is the best system out there, man. Well, it's, it's the best system when run properly and it's the best system because there's no other system and there can't be another system. I mean, it's just, you know, there's too many behind the scene things that you have to redo. I mean, I mean it's crazy, but you know. There's well, no there's no, there's no oversight <laughs> of it unless what I see. Well, I mean, a, a, an individual said a while ago and I completely agree with it because my, my whole take on the caucus is if it's properly executed but it's not so if it's properly executed yeah let me finish that number one there should never be a contested election i mean that's a, a, a utopia but it's very rare that there is a contested election until lately and it's because things are skewing the way that you know people feel like they're not getting the right shake if they're you know get the interview. And, you know, again, I, I don't think it's, I think the problem is, is 
if there's an open position in a ward, it sounds like that particular ward may not be interviewing for that position. Another ward might get be interviewing for that, which is wrong. <laughs> I mean, if and, and and granted, if if ward one has five spots to fill, why would ward two people be interviewing for people for that? That makes no that defeats the purpose of the caucus. I, I, I mean it's just it, it but that's and that Pete, that's I'm getting at the 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 you know if I'm interviewing for uh, a school board position and it's not ward specific, but if I if someone is interviewing me and I don't get a chance to be in front of the full caucus and one, you know. And that ward that may be interviewing for District 67 school board interviews four people and let's say four people showed up for the ward meeting to interview the person. And that person didn't get a fair shake. And they're like, oh crap, you know, I had a 10 minute, a four minute interview. Three people asked me a couple silly questions and then I was moved, you know, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And then I have a guy that, interviewed after me that there were nine people there <laughs> and last I checked four people nine people voting has a lot more impact than four people voting I, I all I'm saying is it's so skewed it sounds like that you know and, and again back to you know pillars of being on the caucus is non-biased right yeah and you got to have time and make time I, right. I mean I think it's crazy that people are being interviewed from what i hear people are being interviewed by caucus wards not at full strength that, nine people right yeah you know how can you have interviews and make fair fair decisions on people if all nine people aren't there. And that's the ward chair's responsibility saying, you know what, we, we, we need to interview these people with a full slate of caucus members because that's what we were voted to do. Scoop. And that seems like the problem too. Well, I, I'm asking because I don't know. And, and, and back to my, I, I, I diverged off my, the point I was gonna make is, Someone mentioned it before, and I think it needs to be done. Is an independent board or subcommittee oh, yeah. to, to look at how the caucus is handling stuff? Yeah. Because right now there's too much, you know, ambiguity, and you know we shouldn't have people spinning off boards or commissions. We shouldn't have people not doing the work on boards and commissions. We shouldn't have, you know, aldermen leaving, uh, you know, without fulfilling full terms or whatever. It's just, you know. Now people have their own decisions why they do that, but if our process of nominating and electing people, the caucus committee, yeah, is broken, it's it's all a fallout down the line on the boards and commissions, and that's I mean, <laughs> look right. what's happening on a lot of boards and commissions. That is, you know, if you're on the caucus committee, you got to raise your hand. And go, that's our fault because we're putting these people there, but we're putting these people and not doing the right due diligence. And if you're interviewing people in a ward with four people and there's nine supposed to be there, 
what you should be doing is going, hey, listen, we got to change the interview because we need nine people there. Not saying, you know what, we're going to interview anyways because five of the caucus people in the ward can't make it. You know what that means? They don't have time to be on the caucus. Right. They're not interviewing every single day of the week. And interviewing at, at, at seven o'clock on a Sunday, you're interviewing people. All nine people should be there or you shouldn't be doing the interview. You know how many, how, in Ward 1, you know how many caucus members were at every interview for the two aldermen candidates we had? Hopefully all nine. I was one and another person. That's it. See, that's, that's the problem. And that's when people come back and go, I didn't get a fair shake. Yeah. You know, because when you guys bring five or six people or whatever it might be for a border commission, you guys interview them, right? We interview all of them. And then as a ward, we're going to vote on these people, right? Who we're going to bring forward to the full caucus, right? Now that's the process, right? Yep. Okay. So you go through those five or six interviews of people and then you're at your caucus meeting your your ward meeting and you got all nine people there to vote and we say okay let's talk about pete what's everyone's thought on pete's interview and f five people raise their hand and go i wasn't there for it yeah okay well let's just vote the four people that were there two people three people didn't like them out yeah. But if those other five were there and liked them, that's a totally different game. That's the problem. And, and if in your ward, if, if people aren't showing up and they're on the caucus, you know what that ward chair should be doing? You're out. Yeah. You don't show up. You don't have the time. It's not a bad thing. But if you don't have the time, you're wasting everyone's time by being on here. So if there's a committee to look at the processes, who's in charge of that? The mayor? I think the mayor has the authority, I guess, to say, you know, we need to look at this stuff. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, then he's, he's got to look at this. <laughs> look, man, uh, I, a year from March, I, I'm outie. I'm done. Dunzo. Right. And there are many people that are going to say, hey, this is wrong. Right. They're going to go along with the flow. All right. But that's the whole thing. You're you're raising the uh, the flag on it because you're experiencing it. But if people at the exec level that need to take that seriously and kind of look around and see what's going on in the boards and commissions and kind of self self reflect and say, that's us. Yeah. You know, we're the cause of this. We're not interviewing the right people. We need to relook at what we're doing. Because it's like, what is like uh, HPC? They have what, four spots to fill? <laughs> I mean, all these boards and commissions, you know, as a result, I mean, you got two people that were fired, so to speak, yeah. on yeah. the commission because they, they took their opinions and biases and, and you know, stepped out of bounds. Well, not, that shouldn't be happening. It should be. I think there should be an independent look at how the caucus, you know, look at what the caucus is, you know, overall, not, not what the caucus did and we changed the bylaws and all. What's the general purpose? 
and what, what's yeah. supposed to be done and what is happening. Those those full interviews, the, the exec committee should really have no, they should keep their mouths shut because it's the 36 people that are listening and voted. Well, that's not happening. I yeah. la, Last night, just, wow. That, there was somebody that, there was somebody that was wanted beforehand and there was somebody that wasn't wanted beforehand. Clear as day. I mean, that's, that, that's horrible. If that's was really said that, you know, all things, I don't know what all things equal means, but that means an 18 to 18 vote in my opinion, but. You know. Well, when you're, when you're writing it down on a piece of paper, folding <laughs> and putting in, and you don't know who voted for what. <laughs> oh, that's true. Right. So look, man, mayor, I'm just telling you, man, look under the hood, look under the hood. I, I think he, I think he's uh, clearly aware because again, I mean, there's so much um, volatility, I think in a lot of these boards right now that you got to kind of look back at what and how and why. And that again, gets to, I mean, even to this, the extent of people being, uh, put on these boards and commissions and they, as you said, don't do their work. Yeah. They, they get on these boards and commissions and I'm one that kind of likes watching boards and commissions. But when people are asking during a, a deliberation on a board or commission, you know, a, a commissioner or a board member asks the, um, the person that's uh, applying for something, you know, a question. And then the, and then the response is, well, it's on, on page eight of the packet. It's like, how did you prepare for this meeting? <laughs> I'm like, and, and but Pete, that happens a lot. That happens. I was on a board where that was happening. It's like, are you kidding me? You people didn't do your work. You just showed up. Yeah. And it, it, well, and that's the whole thing. The, these boards and commissions are there to help city staff make decisions how to run, you know, the processes that work in the city and you know if people are just getting on it to fill a resume or then they, they go holy shit you know i didn't know the plan commission meets for three and a half hours every meeting i don't want to do that and then they jump off that's that's you know those are basic questions back to the caucus and the awards you know preparing well you know gp did you know that um the plan commission meets almost four hours you know, a meeting, you know, once a month and a lot of that work before the four hour meeting takes like 20 hours. It, you were talking about a weeder. Yeah. Also, that person goes, oh, I was just told I'd be great at it. I mean, I got to put that much. I don't have time to put that much work into it. Not be on it and then go, holy crap, I can't show. <laughs> This uh, this Ward One Alderman, if it becomes contested, I totally understand why. I get I think it. It's, it's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of contested elections where they're contested, just because where they can be contested because people are, you know, feeling that they're they're kind of. And now, as we've gone through this, I'm like, holy crap! I mean, some of these people were right in what they were saying. You know, and I'm the first one going, no, that's a crazy person. They don't, the caucus, the, the caucus is there to do the process. Yeah. And they just didn't, and now it's like, no, they're not doing the process. I'm the first one going. That's kind of, that's kind of, 
That's I was great. wrong. I was hoping the caucus was doing the right stuff. Doesn't sound like it, though. And I'm telling you, man, it. I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but looking at how things are being done, especially last night, I, it's, I'm hard-pressed to figure out a better way than just, you know, okay, you got the most money, at least you'll have a system in place and a staff that will do this thing. Well, and, and you know what? And let's hope whoever the person is that's being brought forward is going to do a phenomenal job. It sounds like the person's experienced and knows how the city works. So that's a good thing. I mean, it, they're, they're, it, it, works, it works, but the process to get there sounds, you know, you just over need the to woman be, over the guy is really kind of. Yeah. Bad. And, and this, this kind of gets down to the executive board, man. The vice president turns into the president, the president picks all their chums and then you get this. Yeah. That's, that's um, now. And again, like I said, I mean, that the person selected at the end of the day could be do a great job. I hope they do. Cause it's in my ward, the East side ward. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening. Join us Go Friday. Scouts. Go Scouts. Join us Friday at Chiefs and Foresters at Chiefs. For our pep rally, 5 to 7 p.m., first drinks on us if you are SVP. We thank our Patreon supporters, Church of the Holy Spirit, and Reverend Luke Back, Matt A., and Elizabeth B. Cue the band. <laughs>